0: Hey, it's Kate. My family is back from vacation this week, but I want to keep the fun going, even though now it's back to work and camp. The benefits of fun run deep, y'all, and hope these replayed episodes will help you have more of it. What if you could become a better person, not by working harder, but by taking one small step a day? And not because you're a bad person now, but because there's something inside you that's ready for more. How to Be a Better Person gives you one tiny step a day you can take to be the person you want to be. My mission? To help you live your best life. Hi, and welcome to How to Be a Better Person. I'm Kate, your host and author of the book, How to Be a Better Person. This week on the podcast, we're talking about fun, why it matters what it is, how to invite more of it into your life, and how to use it to help you get through the parts of life that feel like a slog. I get that fun can feel frivolous, and there's an awful lot of serious, scary, important things going on in the world that we absolutely do need to pay attention to and work to remedy. But during tough times, it's easy to think that we should wait until things calm down before we even consider doing something just for the fun of it. I hope by the end of today's episode, and certainly by the end of this week, you'll be thinking differently about that. Today's big idea is that fun is actually very serious and important business because it's not just enjoyable, it's vital to our well-being and even to our very purpose for being on this planet, in this body, at this juncture in time. Now, you may be wondering, what does doing silly little things that make you smile have to do with anything as important as purpose? Here's a quote from Life Coach author, and O Magazine longtime columnist Martha Beck that captures what I mean. Beck says, We are most productive, persistent, creative, and flexible when we're engaged in precisely the combination of activities that brings us maximum fun. The unique combination of things that you find fun is the map of your true life, an instruction manual for your essential purpose, written in the language of joy. Having fun is not a diversion from a successful life, it is the pathway to it. What does fun have to do with success? Well, for starters, some of the things you do for fun are actually superpowers in disguise. When I say superpowers, I'm talking about the things that come easily to you, something that you might not be able to stop yourself from doing, and that you probably even consider to be fun. Another key facet of superpowers is that they are generally things that other people consider to be hard. For example, I might get stressed out thinking about how to arrange a room so that it's cozy and inviting and visually appealing because it's not my superpower but it might be something that comes naturally to you and you couldn't think of anything more fun than coming over and moving my furniture and knickknacks around. (laughs) If this is you, call me. I'm recording this week in my new office with a door that I'm so excited about. You might be able to hear the echo in the background because it's not really furnished yet. Also, when we do things that we enjoy, we are rewarded with the pleasure-inducing neurochemical dopamine. Good educators know that when dopamine is present, it is essentially like hitting the save button in the brain. The things we think are fun, we tend to remember well. But just as importantly, fun is part of a full life. It's an elemental human experience that reduces stress, resets your brain, and refreshes your ability to pay attention, be present, and think creatively. Yes, life is hard and stressful and sometimes scary or anxiety-producing, but thanks to the dual nature of reality, it is also beautiful, awe-inspiring, and yes, fun. Life is like a pile of nachos. There are all kinds of different things contained in one sheet pan and to leave out the fun is like leaving out the salsa. There is a caveat here, and that is that not all fun is created equally. There are two basic types of fun, and it's important to be able to discern the difference between the two. I'll dive into that right after this quick break. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE. Welcome back. So, what are the two types of fun? There's nutritious fun and empty calorie fun. Nutritious fun refills your cup. It helps you feel better about life and yourself. It helps you be present and in the moment, and it renews itself. Empty calorie fun generally ends up making you feel a little bit worse, or maybe a lot worse. Maybe that's physically because you're hungover or your stomach is upset from eating the whole cake. Or maybe it's because you did something that you regret because you were swept up in the moment. Or maybe you feel like, where did my afternoon go because it seemed fun to binge watch or scroll through social media for hours at a time. Unlike Nutritious Fun, which gets you engaged in life and helps you feel connected and better able to deal with whatever needs dealing with, Empty Calorie Fun indulges the very human urge to check out and distract yourself. A basic Better Person Principle is that there is a time and a place for everything, including Empty Calorie Fun. But, empty calorie fun probably isn't something you need to focus on. You likely could stand to put more attention toward either seeking out more nutritious fun or recognizing it more when it happens. The empty calorie stuff will happen all on its own. And, just like eating more nutritious food will crowd out room on your plate and in your belly for the empty calorie stuff, so will putting more of your energy toward having nutritious fun. Your tiny assignment is to think of three forms of nutritious fun for you. Maybe it's dancing, singing, playing with your kids, going on a hike, playing a musical instrument, hanging out with a certain person, doing some kind of a project around the house, or scouring a thrift store. There aren't wrong answers here, so long as whatever it is uplifts you and leaves you feeling better afterwards. And then think of three things that may seem like fun, but if you're being honest, don't really make you feel better after. If you're stumped for what nutritious fun looks like for you, it can help to remember what you found fun when you were a kid. Was it devouring a book under the covers at night? Riding bikes? Sticking pillows under your shirt and having a belly bucking contest with your cousins? Making forts? There's something in those experiences that you can bring into your grown-up life. You can don some form of costume next time you go to a socially distanced function, or ride your bike the next time you do errands or just around the neighborhood, or you can wear something a little outrageous. After all, having fun relieves tension, uplifts your mood, and refreshes your brain. Come back tomorrow when we're doing a fun inventory so you can objectively assess how you're doing in the fun department. Thanks for listening to How to Be a Better Person.